Welcome to Security Chipmunks podcast, where we talk about the development of cybersecurity skills. To stay up to date in today's world, you need to be resilient. That's why as advanced persistent chipmunks, we keep chipping away at it. My name is Mig Sedna Johnson. My co-host is Neil Smalley. Hi, Edna. How's it going? Hi, Neil. I'm doing great. How are you? Not too bad, not too bad. So we're doing kind of a different episode today, aren't we? Yeah. Yes, it's the Mental Health Awareness Month. Mm-hmm. Gotcha. So standard disclaimer applies here. Uh, we are not mental health professionals. If you need help, please seek a professional. With that said, uh, let's jump into it. All right. Yeah, so with this pandemic, it's been really hard for people. Uh, so I wanted to kind of talk about ways that you can work towards a better mental health and having better balance in your life. Um, One thing, one concept that really helps me is um, it's a concept of spoons. So the um, spoons are the amount of mental energy that you have. And this kind of just gives language to people who are dealing with depression or other mental health illnesses to be able to express like how much they have to be able to um, get through the day. So this spoon theory, and for people who have chronic illness, they call themselves spoonies. Uh, this is just how much they're able to contribute to their day. And depending on their level of, well- of wellness, uh, they'll have more spoons for a day than others. So if you're having a, a great day where you're feeling good, this also works for like chronic illness if you're having pain and, and so on. So if somebody who's dealing with pain, they have a low pain day, they have more spoons to be able to get stuff done. But if they're having a high pain day, that pain takes away their spoons. So their their spoons are being taken up by dealing with the pain. Um, so for somebody that's dealing with depression, if you're having a a really difficult, depressing day, uh, you might not have a lot of spoons, so you might not be able to get through, and it's more challenging to get through the daily activities, uh, like taking a shower, brushing your hair, eating, making sure you're drinking water and taking your medicine. Uh, so it just depends on your level of wellness. Interesting. Mm-hmm. Have you ever heard of it? Yeah, I have. I also think another way to think about it uh, for me is like I like video games, right? And so a lot of them will mm-hmm. have some like a stamina meter or something like that. And so you can only yeah. run for so long before your stamina runs out. Or mm-hmm. maybe you're going through like mud or something and your character's not going to be able to run as fast because they're going through mud. So, like, an example of that would be, like, okay, maybe I don't do so well in a crowd in social situations. Maybe I can sprint faster with a full stamina meter, but I'm going through mud, and my stamina meter's tapped out. I'm going to be in a very slow pace. Mm-hmm. So, it really depends on, you know, how, how much energy have I burnt through already, and what kind of terrain am I going through? Right. Yeah, so that's a good um, comparison with when you're dealing with mental health issues, like you're stuck in the mud and you're trying to get your brain on track, but 
serotonin and dopamine are low. So one way that I deal with bringing up my serotonin or dopamine throughout the day, um, I have a box of fidget toys at my desk. So I will like pick something up and I'll start fidgeting with it as I'm trying to work through things. And that helps me fight off like it both helps me focus and also helps me with bringing up that dopamine and feeling better throughout the day. Do you have a favorite mm-hmm. uh, one? Um, this flashlight thing, it has a magnet. And so when I pull off the, um, the end and then it clicks back in. It does sound very this, satisfying. Yes, it's got a very satisfying little click when it finds its home. Uh, so it's not really meant as a fidget toy, but it has made its way into my fidget toy box. So. Yeah, I have a number of different ones. There's things like beaded bracelets that are fun for me, and then there's um, um, silly putties good, but um, I really like uh, what's uh, muted rubber erasers. So like in the art aisle of like your office store, you can find reverence a little less messy uh, than silly putty i found it's like doesn't stick stick as much and you can play with it like uh play-doh is not necessarily as messy as play-doh or silly putty or something like that Mm -hmm. that can be really fun nice yeah excellent those are excellent ideas so the way i discovered the fidget toys was um there's an organization called mental health hackers and at conferences, they have a room where you can kind of go and just relax. So it's very nice. You go and play with fidget toys. They have fidget toys across all the tables. They have coloring books. Depending on which conference you go, they have kind of different things. But one of the things they have is like a pool filled with Orbeez. Oh, wow. Yeah. So, so like a kid's people pool. don't know, that's like the... Uh kind of bead thing that expands in water or something. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, they're great for watering your plants. Oh, if okay. you have Orbeez, they, um, because they absorb all the water and then over time they dehydrate. So if you're bad about remembering to water your plants, put a bunch of wet Orbeez on your plants and they will, over time, water your plants. So, um, yeah, so mental health hackers, they're bringing awareness of mental health issues in an industry where you deal with a lot of stress and burnout. So um, I think they make it more acceptable to talk about mental health issues uh, by bringing it to the conferences and like, hey, we can talk about it. It's okay. So I think they're very cool. Great organization. I definitely think it can be intimidating to ask for help. It's not always easy to get help especially with our healthcare system. Mm-hmm. But I think just even taking that first step, if you have family or friends you can talk to, being able to ask for help when you need it and not try to do everything on your own. As I know a lot of people just, you know, like myself included, try to just go along and do everything on our own and then feel completely swamped and overwhelmed, but you don't necessarily have to do that. And you can get help. You know, friends, family, mental health care professionals. Um, mm-hmm. I mean, it's not all. It's not going to be all instant fit. Nothing's like an instant fix or anything. It takes a lot of work. Yes, 
but and not you're not necessarily gonna you know get the right help from you know the, the first person you come across right you have to be it's kind of like looking for a job or you know, anything else you have to you know, evaluate if it's going to work for you because mm-hmm. not everybody is the same yeah absolutely yeah so what are some of the uh, tips that you have for um dealing with if you have the the blues or the sads or so it can definitely be easy to overdo it on things chocolate does help to some extent but that's only part of the picture yeah seeing out professional help some people just need medication because their bodies just don't make enough of the right chemicals or whatnot that's not something i really have experience with or would want to go into because i just don't have that professional knowledge right but it's definitely if you think you need to add something you can talk to your doctor about or something or mm-hmm. as far as tips go like there's different again it really depends on the individual mm-hmm. but there's a number of different things you can do some things that have helped me is one i deleted facebook for starters <laughs> yeah that, that eliminated so much stress right there <sighs> But then really uh, yeah. just notification fatigue or alert fatigue. I know there's mm-hmm. some rules that it, it just doesn't allow for it. It's like you have to always be on. Um, and then there's that bleed over into your the rest of your life from work. And so I think from a maybe like a cultural or systemic level needs to be looked at and said, okay, maybe people would do better jobs if they weren't always, you know, stressed out uh maybe we could do this better mm-hmm. have a better shift system or something but yeah it's definitely not always easy any way you can like cut down on the amount of interruptions because i know that we have like a limited amount of decisions to or, mm-hmm. you know processing to deal with decisions every day and every little interruption does not help with that at least uh, that's my anecdotal experience with with it i have reduced my notifications on my phone. My phone like used to be the source, like one of the greatest sources of stress. Nowadays, I pretty much only get a, have a notification on if it's an alarm or if it's a phone call. So yeah. I, it doesn't mean I don't get other stuff. I just don't have it audible. So I set specific times throughout the day to check and get back. So usually it's like within a two hour time frame every two hours or so that I am able to check and that way I don't miss something important. If it's something super important, like, you know, it's either going to be a phone call or it can away really. I do a lot of video calls. Mm-hmm. Getting to that Zoom fatigue. Yeah. So for that, I typically do two hours of video and then an hour off mm-hmm. just to keep my, my sanity because if you're on video all day, it's just it's just really hard. You can definitely get around that by doing audio only or even text when possible. And mm-hmm. then really just trying to eliminate meetings that could be an email. Yes. Slack and Discord and, th- and chat apps. That's still not technically asynchronous. It's more of real time. So there are other asynchronous parts that applications of the program and whatnot, um, even just a simple mm-hmm. like a shared Google Doc or a ticketing system or any, any any number of other options that you can work collaboratively with people, but it doesn't have to be necessarily in real time. 
especially with distributed team in different time zones or different things, it can get pretty tricky. But if done properly, it can really eliminate lots of unneeded meetings that conflict with people's schedules and just reduce stress all around. So there's trying to reduce meetings and interruptions in people's actual doing work is really helpful. Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. Something that I discovered rather recently is um, there's a therapist on TikTok and she had a baby when the pandemic hit and then she got um, postpartum depression, but she was not able to have her family there because they're all isolating because of COVID. Uh, So she had to kind of come up with her own way of doing things. Uh, So she's got a website called strugglecare.com. And in it, she describes how, you know, okay, you're not able to cope to 100%. So you don't have to keep a perfectly maintained house. So um, she describes what the basic things to function are. So like you need to make sure you have clean plates and clean clothes, but your house doesn't have to be spotless. You don't have to have everything dusted. Um, So she's got some great ideas there. There are worksheets that she's created and she's got some resources on her website uh, that really help with, you know, if you're having a really deep depression, what would work for you like if you're having a really tough day you can't shower okay can you brush your hair can you you know get a wipe and clean up a little bit and and get yourself back to a more functional place so that you're taking care of yourself you're making sure that you're the priority you're you're nourished that you're getting your you know hydration your food and those that you take care of are taken care of. And then you can get back to that higher standard of living once you're better, but while you're struggling. She has this, it's morally neutral philosophy about cleaning. So if that helps some people. I have found that if I'm able to forgive myself for procrastinating something or not getting everything on my to-do list done, I'm much more likely to finish it up the next day. If I had spent all night guilt tripping about it, and not being able to sleep. So definitely does help. Mm -hmm. One thing with regards to the pandemic that um, if you, if people are having depression, one thing that I recommend checking on is your vitamin D levels. Um, By staying inside for a whole year, you might not be getting your vitamin D and lack of vitamin D causes depression. very true. So make sure you go and, and, Go to your doctor and get checked out as part of, you know, your overall wellness. Someone who lives in the Pacific Northwest, I'm very familiar with this to the point where uh, I, d- I, d- I don't get out much. So I actually have a happy light and a happy light mm-hmm. is a super bright light you can turn on for probably like half an hour, 45 minutes or something like that. And it helps trick your brain into thinking you're getting some light. And so it actually uh, does help improve my mood. So if I'm having mm-hmm. a really bad time of things, so for, for example, like in the winter or something when it's really dark a lot or overcast or whatnot, I can go with that. And then, of course, it also help with sleep. If your body doesn't know when you're 
day night cycle is it can have issues with that as well so that is also helpful there so definitely use it when you need it mm-hmm. also yeah being in a, a box uh even in the pacific northwest if you don't never leave your house you don't get that green so having plants can be quite the uh, mood booster even just oh, one yeah. or two or absolutely just like a cactus or a succulent that doesn't like pretty much ever need water or something there's just like just about my speed <laughs> uh, especially if you're yeah. struggling to do the basics you don't want to be having to take care of plants so like the, the low maintenance plants are really quite handy you can always Absolutely. go fake plan even even yeah. having a, a uh, there's some pretty realistic looking fake plants out there that are uh, can definitely be a mood boost as well mm-hmm. absolutely i have a little aloe plant i love my little plant i have managed to keep it alive so i think we've covered a lot of things is there anything that uh we're missing um, yeah so I live and work in a room that faces the neighbors. So I have film on my window and then I have a blackout curtain. So okay. there's something called window-swap.com and it lets me bring oh. up video clips of other people's windows from around the world. Um, so if I need to pick me up, nice. I can just pop that up in my second monitor while I work and uh, have All a great right. nice Very nice. All right. Oh, and also uh, pets. Pets can help you feel better. I really want a golden retriever, but that's on hold. <laughs> I have two dogs already. There you go. Uh, we have uh, two cats and a fish. Nice. We like to hang out together. And the cats don't eat the fish? Uh, no. It's you know, just another form of entertainment. That's like the big slang glass doors. The, the birds like to come and hang out with the, the plants out in front of the windows. The Cats will sit and watch. So. Yeah. Every once in a while, I was like, I, I, do, I do actually get out of my room to, that's to go pet uh, the cats. So well, it's definitely a nice break to go brew some tea and sit and pet the cats for a bit. Mm-hmm. I mean, and then at the end of the day, I think that's one of the key things is you know, making sure to take enough breaks and uh, let your brain rest. I mean, your brain is still going to be working on yeah. the problem. Oftentimes, that'll be more helpful than just staring at your screen for another hour, banging your head against a wall. But let your brain work on in the background and be surprised at what I'll come up with. Yeah. So thanks for listening to the Security Chipmunks. And remember, if it seems overwhelming, just keep chipping away at it.